Yo, what's up, y'all? This be Johnny and J-Mo from State of Shit Podcast, letting you know to like and subscribe to us on any listening platforms you may be able to listen to podcasts. We are on Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and YouTube. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Stithership Podcast. This is your boy, JMO713, and my guy, Johnny. What's up? Okay, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. This is going to be an interesting one. Yes. Like yes. all of them are. But this is kind of a different one because we're going to have some topics that do with a lot of freestyling. And when I say freestyling, it's going to be what we think. When I say freestyling, that's what I want y'all to realize. Freestyling is not like <coughs> us just talking off on some shit that we know nothing about it's us giving you our raw opinion on something not like a book i didn't sit back and write about it it's like i didn't even talk about it with you yet because we i want to have like this one-on-one conversation raw and that's the kind of conversation we're gonna have today it won't be hard though we're gonna talk about some brian flores of course we're gonna talk about the lawsuit that he have against the nfl we're gonna bring a little bit of sports talk because sports talk always come in with that then of course we're gonna talk about the new found black future month 2022 yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say happy black history month but then i thought about it and then you know i wanted you to say black happy black future month yeah and i want to see how you (laughs) guys uh feel about that we're gonna give you our feelings and our opinions on what we feel and know about that so here we go and the first thing i we want to talk about since the the first like the Black Future Month is going to be an extended topic because it has a lot of variables. But the Brian Flores, man, what you know about that and what you got to say about that? <clears throat> okay, so in the midst of all the Tom Brady, um, like, you know, uh, stuff that was going on with the media, um, out of the blue, Brian Flores decides to, like, um, file a civil lawsuit, right? <clears throat> yes. A civil lawsuit against the NFL on allegations of racism <clears throat> from blocking him getting his head coach job. Okay, now how the whole thing fucking popped off. Initially, um, he gets a text message from Bill Belichick congratulating him for having like for getting a job landing in New York. He wasn't even he was only scheduled like weeks. Like I guess it was like it was like days. Like uh, I think it was like days. For the interview And you know Boom He's like Dang, I think I got the job But Bill Belichick Kind of fucked up And sent, and he thought That he was talking To um Brian DeBow I think that's how You say his name Brian DeBow He gets the text messages From um, Bill Belichick And you know He starts um, Putting uh, You know You know how This shit all Really kind of Just them Pretty much like When he got fired From Miami man We like It's it's not it's not it's nothing new we already know about like you know the racism that goes on in the nfl um shit i can't really say much on it because you could definitely just see exactly what the fuck is going on but you know he has like his his stories like you know exactly like being pretty much like a part of like you know this code where it's like you're giving opportunity to somebody like you know of, of like you know the minority group right um and these owners pretty much like be pretty much be like you know just they going with the they they playing like the role they going with the flow of the thing and shit like that and once they and once that and once that little thing is complete they just pretty much go with the program of their program pretty much selecting a coach of who, who like of their of their liking I would like to say that that's the word to say right there um. To me, I'm not really surprised or shocked and shit, but I'm like, damn, it's kind of crazy. Like the, you know, the the shit that he's giving up. He's pretty much giving up his, like, you know, his opportunity of actually being a head coach. I know, you know, he he was being interviewed, like with Houston, for instance. He got in some some interviews for a head coach opportunity, um, but it was fucked up what happened to him in Miami, man. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't even. <clears throat> I wouldn't even like overshadow that one right there. The Miami situation was crazy because, you know, he had a really good season last year. Like Miami pretty much had like up, like, you know, they, they had like, you know, upward mobility to to me and <clears throat> you fire him. I'm like, hmm. And then we called him multiple. I think we called him one time that he didn't see eye to eye 
um, with the with the owners and what they want the organ and you know the um I guess the direction of the organization that they wanted. Yeah. And then now these stories with Miami, how they pretty much kind of paid him to tank. Yeah, I'm like it's crazy and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then the Denver story, the Denver allegations is also funny as well. How they pretty much came to his um to his um interview drunk, like like hours, <laughs> like hours in with like hours into the the um into the, like you know the 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 interview. Um, but then you know the L, um the, the NFL they came back and even that you know pretty much stood tall and pretty much was like saying no we give equal opportunities to everybody so we're gonna back up this that this is just allegations you know we don't do this without merit that's like the last thing that they said in their in in letter so that's all I know so far I know it was pretty much long winded but just laying it out that's how it pretty much was presented. Okay. According to Flores. So since you told us a lot about what we know, I'm going to tell you what I believe the effects are. Of course, the NFL will have to and they will come with a new rule, some new rules, of course, to make their hiring practices supposedly more equal. Mm-hmm. He did give up some goods and he told them niggas like, the shit he's saying is basically real. We know that Basically, Miami was mad because they want him to be either you're gonna be one or two things, nigga. You're gonna either win, get us in the playoffs in that position, or you're gonna lose and get us a pick. You're not gonna be nine wins and miss the playoffs. And that's basically, I believe, the argument was. And he was saying like, "Go get me the players I want." Exactly. It's like it's like he pretty. It's like, like they was pretty much saying, "You're gonna play ball like this, man. You gotta play ball like this." Cause you know that's so many. He had like maybe a couple stories, but I won't go into those. The Rooney Rule <coughs> part is no fucking like it's it's stupid. That's why I hate media and like not media, but I hate the way sometimes how media do things. Right, like they'll bring shit up, but now that it's like they brought it up many a times. Right, like we've heard the Rooney Rule doesn't work. People only interview for this reason. We've heard that part, right? We heard that the owners only hire if you look like them. And we know it's not no owners that look like black people. There's no like real niggas in the I know and then, and then then they got the one but, argument to like, you know, the the one the one argument that could stand up with it being like that's one one black That's not an argument. <laughs> not, Anything not, that's that's <clears throat> a, that's the disgrace is that you have one out of 32 black coaches you have 70 percent black players so you just basically saying and then black people are good enough to play but they're not good enough to be head coaches yeah and that's right and you're right because it's like for a black coach man it's like you got it you got to win a super bowl within like three years in order to like actually be be like considered up there with those other coaches that give like you know extended time with a with a um with a team even if they didn't win a Super Bowl or not like you know what I mean I wouldn't even say that's what made Mike Mike Tomlin gold that's I not was... Mike Tomlin that's like any others because there are other black coaches that I can like go through back in like you know history that's like they had it showed good future and then they get fired Boom. but I'm saying the one Super Bowl in three <clears> years <throat> part this first part the, if you win one Super Bowl in three years you can keep the job. You can't show me that example. No, I'm just saying that that would seem like I'm. That was just like a, um, I guess like a aggravated, like you know, like um, like a aggravated um example. Yeah, but basically, I was saying Mike Tomlin is just with a franchise that don't hire and fire a lot of coaches. They just keep the coach. They keep the culture. He's pretty good. He's never been under 500. He had the same quarterback pretty much he's just not going into his new quarterback it's just not at a point now where he's gonna have to do something like outside of the box which is pretty much been his last few years with Ben Roethlisberger but the no black coaches thing has been a problem forever the Rooney Rule don't work the everything he's saying is true we know that they, they interview a black person they already know they're gonna hire a white guy we already know that teams want to tank we didn't know that. I didn't know that they pay head coaches $100,000 a game to tank. And they yeah, actually have real conversations with the coach. I thought that they. Is that, would is do that in a contract? Shit. Or that's just like some under some the top, table shit? Probably some under the table shit. Huh. And I would think, and I, I believe, I never knew that, like, the conversation happened. I thought that they would do something like. And that also lets me believe. 
Brian Flores, I mean, not Brian Flores, I think that you can have other black coaches get in on this. For real. Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. Not because he ain't got the job. It's because I'm pretty sure he's gone through a lot of the same. They hire me. They interview me knowing they're going to hire somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And David Culley, he sucked. Mm-hmm. He got a five-year contract, got fired after one year, got hired. Did the same record with less players. I'm pretty, And then I'm just thinking about all the questionable times he had to sit starters. We're going against a team we might can beat. They like... Justin Reed not playing today. He got <laughs> disciplined at a meeting because he he spoke on some shit, and it was basically because the offense scored zero points. Because the owners and the fuck, the owners know what they're gonna do. They know it's because the offense scored no points, but they in, in, in the film room point out all the defensive mistakes, and he's just like the offense ain't doing shit basically, and he gets sat on the bench. So it makes me think. I believe David Coley have had real conversations with management that's telling him we need to find a way to get these tops picked. Like, a losing thing, I promise you. Like, it's no way that you could be sitting these guys in these moments. And it happened like two or three straight games <laughs> to where he just sat up guy in a game that we could have won. And one of the games we lost by a little bit, it was to the Jets. The Jets game, he sat Justin Reed. And that's the game that, you know, Texans versus Jets. Texans barely lost that game, and they could have beat the Jets with Justin Reed. They say, no, but, motherfucker, we got to lose. Yes, and, I, and then I'm pretty sure you've had those conversations. Just just tank. So I'm just <laughs> Make curious a to, uh, is this going to become like it's a cold. movement of how can you How can black, you live with on, yourself? Is this going to become a movement of black coaches? Uh, and then they have all the fuel. You only got one hired. It ain't like everybody got to sacrifice the job to do this shit. No, you don't have a knock. Y'all niggas already got the job. Like, Eric Bieniemy got a job, but I'm sure if he decided to just sue. Did he even go to the interviews like they, that he was offered like in Not the previous this year. years? He went to an interview last year with the Texans for sure. I don't know about other teams because I don't really follow like niggas going to interviews as much not like every coach but i know for sure he interviewed with the texans and did not get year. selected nah he, they didn't want he didn't want them they didn't want him because the shit that they was trying to put on him oh of course who would want to come here i'm i'm so sorry but you could come here man Oof, oof. i mean it's not the worst job in the <clears> world it's not the worst but you got to do a lot of building you got to build from that ground. ain't the problem see you got it twisted you got to think about the real shit like building a team is a coach's fun job if you told any coach right now come to houston we give you all the range you get to not be a gm but you get to work with the gm on getting the players and help build the franchise any coach will take that that's the uh, ego of the coach they know that yeah that's not the problem it's a task but it's not the problem it's not really a task it's actually one of the best opportunities what more could you ask for ask me if you if you was a coach trying to build what would you ask for okay draft picks and money right yeah, of course. That's do, what all you need. Do, 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 do the Texans have a draft picks? They got the top. They got number three pick. Okay. You get the number three pick in the first round, the yeah. second round. They got a quarterback that people really ready to give up three first rounds for. Yeah, I'm saying. They're top three in the cap. And, 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 and what's the negotiations going on? With, That's with nothing right because he's he have to wait until after the Super Bowl to have mm-hmm. his deposition. So mm-hmm. the Super Bowl is in two weeks. He have his deposition a week after. Okay, so I just gotta see. I just gotta see how they're gonna flow out. Yeah, with that, it will. But I'm saying, situation. like, worst case scenario. Okay, that's that's just after that. It's, let, it's, let me talk. Uh-huh. That's just best case scenario, right? That ain't even best case scenario. They gonna get rid of Deshaun Watson. They gonna get a lot for him. Of course, I don't that, care what no one. It's, like, it's I'm gonna green, say what no green, one it's say. Green on the other side, it's good. They yeah, want him. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he gonna get top shit for him. So they'll have more than likely two first round picks this year. They're in the top in cap. Only thing that's fucking up the Texans is the management. It ain't the opportunity to build and all that shit. That's a coach's dream, dude. It's the management. Easterby being that president and motherfucking Nick, Nick Karras, whatever this fucking nigga name is. Nick nigga from Patriots nigga. Him being a uh, GM. He want to pick your staff. That's the fuck part. You don't get a chance to really come in and build when a nigga telling you who your offensive coordinator is, and you looking at this bum like, that's your drinking buddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's easy, like, you know, when you have the full range. That's what I'm saying. Like, it ain't even like, it's communication. Mm-hmm. I, like, 
I'm trying to think of a team. Most teams, most teams outside of the Patriots have a GM and a coach. They're in the, the successful team, Sean McVay, mm-hmm. in his GM. I don't know who the GM is. Why, why you think when they fired Gruden, they fired Mayock? Now they hired the coach from the Patriots and the nigga from the Patriots to be the GM. It's that that relationship. Obviously, if I'm else, cooking, yeah, it comes from the relationship. If shit, I'm yeah. cooking, I can't have a nigga go to the store that don't listen. If I'm telling him grab this one and make sure you don't grab that one, but he always like nigga, I just know how to shop, nigga. I shop how I shop. That's basically what they doing. They telling him, yo, door, this gonna be your store, man. You the fucking shelf. And him and the fucking store man don't even really get along. So the store man just doing what the fuck he wanna do, and he gotta do whatever it is what with what the store man got him because the store man is the fucking the nigga who own a house. Yeah, pretty much it got to be some people. It has, it has to be um a group of people that see eye to eye. Just two <clears throat> people, in my eyes, because the coach and the GM. Because the coach hired, let him hire his staff, let the GM get the players the coach need. Not nigga, like, like sometimes he might have to step on the coach neck. No, nigga, like for real, you tripping. Like, but they had that conversation. Not no, hey, we're gonna draft number at number three. We're gonna draft Weasel. And we're going to leave He-Man at number four for our opponents. No, the ops. That's stupid shit the Texans not have. I ain't going to say they have been on, but that's the shit that can happen when you're dealing with a, a management that think they're smarter than everything around them. And that's what the Texans have right now. And that's what's going to make it hard for them to get a real good coach. They're going to fuck around and hire like Josh McCown. Watch. <laughs> Josh McCown, dog. Imagine Josh McCown, the head coach of the Houston Texans. First year. Yeah, and he'll be there for a few years. And what they probably trying to do is get him to work with Davis Mills, which I'm okay with. I don't want him. I rather him be the head coach than the offensive coordinator, because I know if he the head coach, he just up there being a puppet. Offensive coordinator, he might be calling the plays. Yeah, he will. So I'm like, Josh McCown. Though I know I was like, I was like, wow. Josh McCown. This nigga, I thought he was still a backup somewhere, nigga. <laughs> no, no, I haven't even seen him. In, I haven't seen him in the, in the league in for a while, so well, I was like, eh. it's a lot of niggas you don't see. You don't and see boop, backups for real. And boop, just pop the full backup in Buffalo. The backup in Buffalo, I do not know, man. Who the backup Josh, in Josh Allen is the shot. That's shit. what I'm saying. You don't really see backups. Who the backup in Tampa Bay? Ooh, and that's the team we watch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Mac Jones backup this year in, in Patriots? Mac Jones. Who was your backup? My backup, don't uh, PJ Walker. Oh yeah, because he played, but I forgot he played this year. <laughs> and Cam Newton. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Cam back. Cam back. My no, bad. No, he not. He gone. That's he it. was back. I forgot, but this year he was back. But you're right, because uh, PJ got to play. But you don't really get to see backups. Like these niggas literally get the easiest bag in the in the, in the game. Like we don't be. I don't even know who the yeah. I do know the Texans backup is. It's Davis Mills. Like Tyrod Taylor was yeah, the backup at the end yeah, of the year because, yeah. but Cowboys backup. Don't know. And he played this year. Uh, Andy Dalton. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Oh, if you say his name, I'd be like that nigga. I don't but know. That's what I'm saying. It's just tough, man. And I that nigga Andy actually Dalton. played and won the game. <laughs> Yeah, I sorry, back, the game. sorry, backups. But okay, man, we did. We we had fun with Brian Flores, man. Let's get on another level, man. Shout out to Kanye West. Kanye West had a uh, interview with the Drink Champs last late last year, where he might have said a few controversial things. Of course, that people might have grabbed onto. You might remember the interview. That's the reason I said the controversial things part, because obviously he said something that was great that I feel like was great. He was like, why are we focus on black history so much when we can just focus on black future? Because it's time to build. It's time to grow. Time to knowledge our people up and get them going. And I feel like yeah, it was cool saying that shit sound cool, but I didn't know when February came, people would think about it. And I seen it's trending, trending on social media. And what happy, you, black, happy Black Future Month. Happy Black. <laughs> being black. Happy just being black. Yeah, exactly, but, uh, man. Shit. It's just, man, it's Black History Month. Well, it's Black History Day every day for me, so. Yeah, it's just, I'm black. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, it was it was a good thing he said that he, uh, it's February now. I see it trending on social media. I see a lot of people, like, commending Kanye for actually, like, hey, man, you actually came up with something pretty good this time. I felt like he did, too. So, when you first, first heard it or seen it, what was the first thing you think if thought if you can remember 
really first i ain't gonna lie i didn't even hear about this shit until you just popped it up on me today i swear okay. <laughs> i swear for everything um but it's a funny it's to me it's a funny concept if you think once you first hear it but then you think about it to us like yeah we do go back on the history a lot because you know black history is kind of like a well what type of black history are we talking you know what i'm saying based on that like it's a loss it's a loss like you know thing and sometimes it's like it's good to like go back and find something that we're never taught about that, that you know um <clears throat> by me being young when i was young will was always talking about the martin luther king thing and stuff like that until i stumbled across malcolm x then i started come, start coming across other black figures and stuff so i like the you know i like the celebration of the month but then i don't i don't let it go over my i don't let it go over my head i don't get fucking lost in the fucking sauce i don't do that shit because like i i learn about shit like almost all year round about black history and you know i love going back and like you know probably i call it reconnecting with the spirits i like doing that shit like you know when when you leave like when we die we leave something behind you know what i mean it's a legacy where whether it could be big or small but it's a mark and you know that's me like you know i like doing that reconnecting with like you know black history and whatnot that that we don't really know about yeah and i feel like that too i feel like black history should be something you just looking into at all times like not like every day you wake up and you trying to find some black history to look Mm -hmm. into of course but i'm saying like as far as in reading knowing about learning about being at a certain age already knowing about certain things and certain people that meant a certain thing and then i feel like the black future thing is something we should focus on more only time i think you should focus on the past is when you're using it for the future exactly other than that like the the, the knowledge is good to have because a lot of the knowledge and stuff that they learned and went through we gonna use to get through what we going through but at the same time I feel like it is time to focus more on technology with the kids and financial literacy with the kids and with the adults too with black people with our people focusing on loving ourselves and being more than what we were we got to remember what we were for sure but I feel like that got to come in all forms and fashion all throughout that does come in all forms and fashion throughout the year it should for sure and we gotta not just take the month to focus yeah, on. Yeah, we anything, need to talk about advancement, exactly. And it's not like the month, but if we're gonna use the month to focus on black, and you asked me if we was if if you put me gave me a poll, right, and say, hey, would you rather focus on the past or the future of black people? I would always want to focus future. on the future, future for sure, exactly. And I feel like that's just the question I asked myself when it came to when he when he said that i thought it was just logical why do we focus so much on the past especially me being 32 years old you can only tell me so much about harriet tubman nigga trust me it's only so much you could tell me about the black figures and i'm not saying i know every black figure and everything about them because that ain't what i say and i don't know everything about anything i just know the shit that's being repeated in the schools i know the shit that's being repeated on social media as far as black history goes i'm not saying as far as what you should know as a black person the shit that the information that circulates every black history is the same shit the same plays the same everything i'm gonna still give the kids some black history lessons because it's still focusing on black future because the play i'm gonna play for them is just all of the things black people put on this earth they invented exactly so it's still showing them the genius of us and how much role we play on this earth today and how much role you can play if you put some shit out here and let it live like you say legacy so uh, the history gotta match the future exactly that's why i like too because i go back on the history just to advance on the future you know what i'm saying building blocks of like the of the of the of the ancestors to to advance for like you know um our descendants I'll see. When I get home Thursday, I mean Friday from school, I'm going to have that shit set up for him. We're going to kick back, probably eat some food. I'm going to smoke some weed and buy them some uh, sparkling drinks. No, I'm fucking with you. I like my... I'm about to say, man, shit's going to be cold, I think, huh? We're like, is it going to be? Yeah, we're going to kick it in the living room. Okay, shit. Yeah, watch, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I got a black history play that I say it's, it's about the invention of art, like... It, it, but what it does is it take away everything black people invented 
because the girl or somebody asked it was like what would the world be without black people exactly and they took all the black people oh, it'll out suck. It'll and suck. they the had world suck. all of the <laughs> stuff that black people invented got taken away too so the person couldn't do shit basically and the world was suck without black people and that's all what that melanated all out. carbonated black people i'll say and that's what the world found, and that's what that person found out in that play. And I'm gonna show that play to the kids because it's a play that comes on every fucking year. Like I say, the same fucking places. I was a on kid. on what? I never seen this one. Well, I watch it on YouTube now, but it comes on 97.9 The Box. They play the audio of it to where you can hear. It, but that's like you can literally listen to it, and you can tell because she's asking like, "Mom, where is the iron?" No, sweetie, there's no iron because the iron was invented by so and so. Who was a black lady? You know what I'm saying? She looking for uh, shit like the refrigerator. It was certain. I don't know, but it's a lot of. Yes, it really ain't. It's on YouTube now. It's the play. I gotta go ain't search no and people. find because that's probably what the play is. What if there were no black people play like or what? If, like I don't know how it was worded, but the girl was. That's the question she asked. Like, Mama, what if there were no black people? Yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie, I never seen that one. I need to I need to see, I need to yeah, hear that or see that. It's, it's pretty <laughs> cool, man. Like I say, it was enlightening to me because it it it's shit that you never even knew. Like we never ever 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 knew a black person. Like damn, you invented the fucking broom, or it might be, it might not. It's not literally those things, but. I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna show it to you before we dip. It's like without those man, be the dark ages. It would be nothing, dog. (laughs) All you have is dumbass people out here eating, fighting lion, white men fighting bears and lions and shit, trying to dying. Like we have dinner, (laughs) me versus you for my dinner tonight. They say niggas die like numerous times for this meal. I'm telling you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like four niggas died to fight for this meal. Nigga, family gonna preserve it. And then this nigga's gonna eat and shit that shit right out, dog. Lord. I'm telling you, man. It's even worse. White man living in caves trying to get fire food off rotten, two motherfucking Food rotting and shit like that because they ain't got nowhere to refrigerate their food. Then they won't have, ain't gonna have no real vegetation because they can't work in the fields like that. That's wood shit. You fucking with fucking bears. White boys gonna be out there eating being carnivores. And eating berries off trees to see you have to. first nigga gonna die because oh nope we can't eat these berries it got master sick they gonna have little flunkies to eat the berries off the tree for the first time nigga taste that shit man shit you sure you won't kill this bear dog to get some food this bear sleep nigga go over there and hit that hoe the bear get up and <laughs> fuck fucking shit up, up. <laughs> fuck your ass up on nigga throw some shit at the bear thinking shit good <laughs> nigga you fucking wrong you missed bitch you just woke the bear up ho Nigga, up. we can't run. Can't run, can't climb, nigga, can't swim. I'll swim this bitch. Is it, is it brown or grizzly? Either way, bitch, we done it, nigga. God damn. If we ain't done it, we for sure getting our ass kicked. Ho, <laughs> taking our face off tonight, nigga. Man, you got it worse than a cheetah, man. Just a cheetah's got to run you down. If he ain't going to catch you, you fuck. <laughs> he can be fucked. Man, I'm like, man, you fuck with a bear, man. You got to make sure, bro. You got <laughs> That's something yeah, white. Y'all down Y'all ready Y'all See, ready to I'm die I'm cool on that shit With the white history Y'all can keep the animals dog Y'all uh, keep on Exploring them shits for us man <clears throat> And making sure we, we, we know what that is about But for sure Like the Black Future Month For shit And uh Stuff like that Like I said I seen even Mad Hatter Who used to have The Mad Hatter show 97.9 The Box He was even saying like You know he appreciate Kanye for this one Like he I'm with this one Yeah I like I seen it, it uh, Trending a lot Kanye, of course, did a post about it. He said, like, Black History Future, Black Future Month yeah, 2022. Black and a lot of people was resharing it, reposting it. But uh, another thing, too, and it's a little bit got a lot to do with it. It ain't got a lot to do with nothing. But niggas be on dick, bro. Kanye was just crazy and canceled. Right when he get back cool with everybody's favorite nigga, Drake. He cool with everybody again. I appreciate it because I don't like beef. I always like it when niggas come together. Trust me. But I can't ignore facts when I see them. Niggas be hoes. Niggas pick sides, of course. But they do that shit for the weakest and weirdest shit. Because they want that Drake feature. They want to make sure Drake don't... They don't miss that blessing if Drake ever wants to do a song. And you want to know the funny thing is, like, I never even fucking looked at their beef as beef. I'm like, they got beef. They just don't like each other. They don't hang with each other. And anyone even that don't like each other, it was like a manly competition. Yeah, they they two grown ass niggas. Like, who, who, but who's like, who, who's who? Like, if they both, if they both was like, if they both like, hmm, I don't fuck with one another. Then I'm like, man, y'all some little babies. I ain't even tripping on it. 
the Justin shit, like Justin shit. Drake is a petty nigga, right? And who am I? And who am I? And I'm, I'm sorry to cut you up. And who am I if I'm in the middle of them? I'm like, bro, I have nothing to do with you liking him and vice versa for the other nigga too. So it's like, that's y'all beefs. I fuss with you and I fuss with you. But if y'all don't fuck with each other, that's cool. Drake a petty nigga, bro. <laughs> so I'm like, who's, so I'm like, who's, yeah, exactly. So I was about to ask that question too. Who's petty? <laughs> Drake, both of them petty, but Drake being a petty nigga, right? That's why I don't even listen to this. Drake shit. wanted to find one of the, he wanted to compete with somebody. He needed like a top tier to, to compete with. He was already on the same team as Wayne, so he couldn't compete with Wayne. So he started really trying to compete with Kanye and Jay Z. He was talking when they did Watch the Throne. He would start shooting little subliminals toward them niggas, and. Jay Z don't care. As you know, Jay Z live in the clouds. Like he said, I hear half the shit niggas say. By the time it get to me, it don't even matter no more. Kanye hear everything, and he petty. Shock outside Chicago, he don't give a fuck. True. So he starts shooting slugs back. Even it made it. It's, the shit ain't really get public to what's her name say he got a bigger pool than uh, Kanye. You know what I'm saying? That's when niggas was like, come on, man. Like damn, nigga, Drake shoot me talking this shit now. And it was like a and like, Drake that is just good, like, and Drake is good enough to shoot subliminals. And it is, and that's all I say. But it's the friendly, like it's man. They ain't friendly. It was manly competition. Competition. They both wanted to be like the most lit, the most top nigga. So they was having to do shit to show him I'm bigger than you. So he'll come out. I'm gonna drop Kanye like you. When you drop, I'm gonna drop my and shit. I thought I thought Kanye just fucking isolated himself from people. I ain't know it's like now that he cool with Drake. Everybody like, hey Kanye, let's chill with Floyd Mayweather and, and Antonio Niggas Brown. Want to be seen with him because when he was with saying Madonna, all this shit about Harriet Tubman, and he Julian was coming Lane. out speaking on the Kardashian family. He was saying this shit about black people, about slaves, whatever the shit is. All that shit he was saying made people say Kanye crazy. He need help. Only, only, only people I can think of that reached out to Kanye and fuck with him publicly. Dave Chappelle, Pusha T, of course. It's only people I can really. It's probably more. What about Jay Prince? Jay Prince wasn't nowhere. He didn't start fucking with Kanye until Kanye started fucking uh being out loud with Lil Meek. Not Lil Meek, uh. Larry Hoover Jr. Yeah, Larry Hoover. Kanye, yeah. where was Hoover uh, Jr. Where was uh, when was the first time you heard a scene? I don't even know because, like I said, I don't give a fuck about the shit like this. It's like I don't even know until like until I seen until like you know because I'm because I'm more on that scene right there until I seen Drake and Kanye um coming together with the concert. You know what I'm saying to to, to raise awareness for freeing Larry Hoover. That's all I know from that point. But Kanye, I don't know nothing between this and that and all the third. Kanye and Jay Prince is and like I know Kanye and I know put you and there's something about Pusha T. Like so, so I remember you had bought, you just bought his name up. So I was like, I didn't even know that beef. Now this. him and Kanye been good. Okay, but, but, but he was the, he the president of good. He always of course, been the president of, course, of good yeah, music you know, until yeah. he just signed off. Yeah, exactly. But uh. Jay Prince and Kanye is like family. That's the re- only reason you always hear when niggas going at Drake head. Jay Prince always come out and say something. He never said anything. He never said like y'all. He need never said nothing. Yeah, he never said nothing. He, I, don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about him saying. They have the same family. Yeah. Not literally, because you know he from Southside Chicago. Kanye. Where is Jay uh, Prince? Is Chicago? He Houston to Chicago. I don't know what ties he had, but that's his ties. Is he got the South on lock, but Houston to Chicago is his shit. That's why he used to, I went to visit Larry Hoover. I talked to him. All that shit. He the only nigga that ever talked to Larry since Larry been gone, bro. And then Kanye with the GDs. Like, that's why he chilling with Larry Hoover Jr. So all of the people that Kanye around, that's the niggas Jay Prince used to go hang out like be with when bosses that, you know, he go with when he go to Chicago. So they really got the same group of bosses. For one, that's why Jay Prince knew he could never reach out and choke Kanye on some we gonna squash you like an ant or say no stupid shit like that to Kanye cause Kanye got like real bosses not like gangster nigga little niggas gonna shoot your block up they real like shot caller boss ass niggas like GD so, founders so, so technically you don't have to say like I don't even know how this shit even got to that point to where it got so 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 public where it's like guilty squash this shit I guess it's a major thing it became a squash because <laughs> Jay Prince wanted to make money off of it eventually. I hate to be that nigga, and I pray that this never becomes anything more than it has to be. But he didn't like need the money or nothing. I'm pretty sure he probably put. I don't know where the money went. I'm not gonna talk about the money. But he 
got Kanye and said Larry Hoover called him or he had word with Larry Hoover that they, he said them two powerful guys should not be against each other when they can get together and make something magical. So they did the free Larry Hoover concert, which everybody know Larry Hoover ain't getting out. Everybody know Larry Hoover ain't getting out. Just like everybody knew Tookie wasn't getting out. Certain type of niggas just don't get out of jail. We know this shit like that's where history is gonna tell you the future at. When we was talking about the black future, black history, now you gotta look at the history, bitch. When last name me the last prominent nigga to get out of jail, nigga. They actually I went can't through, really go through my mind right now. I can't and, either and, because and I can't name nothing. a lot of them that went to jail, but they usually die in jail or die on the street to some fluke ass shit, fake shit, whatever we uh, controversial, whatever we decided to be, whoever it is, personal shit, you know. Hmm. But then Kanye did spark something magical with the Black Future month. He did, and he's but like the it's just the the pettiness of like you know how everybody would just be back on your squad after you squash something with a certain person. Yeah, and then it's crazy because that's the same shit he was saying when he was saying Harriet Tubman ain't do shit when he but he was basically saying. Well, with Harriet, fuck that though. Harriet that's not Tubman. the way he said it. She is who she was, and I respect everything she did, and I appreciate everything she did for what she did. When she, I mean, for when she did it, it ain't about what you did. It's the time you did it in, also. But what I think he was trying to say, he just have a bad way of saying things. He just do yeah, because because I know Kanye has good concept, but he kind of like rambles into what he's saying. But I'm like the drugs. Yeah, they next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. I, I've known that since the. Uh, if you watch the drink champs. Before he was drinking, Kanye was chilling. Kanye started drinking, he got to that cocky ass Kanye that, man, I, the verses, I need a Drake, and I do a verses of each. Then I know he started talking all this shit about who he is and how he is and the type of nigga he, you know how he get to talking, Kanye on that super Egotistic cocky shit. shit. It all happened after the shots. That's when he smoked the blunt, when he hit the smoke. He ain't do none of that shit. First, Kanye was chilling probably on his perk or whatever he was on. <coughs> But eventually, after he took a shot, Kanye got on that cocky shit. That let me know when Kanye be in them interviews, he be drinking. And that's why he be talking like that. But that's why niggas can fuck with Kanye in real life. Because Kanye really a good nigga. It's just when he drink, he going to tell you exactly how he feel. And he was just trying to say what Harriet Tubman did back then ain't going to help us what we got going on now. So us trying to stay stuck on the past, on slaves, being slaves. That's why he was like, like... Is he on medication? I don't know what Kanye Kanye rich man Kanye got his own doctors bro hmm. He can He just tell We don't know what he, Only reason we knew He was on medication before Cause he told us Like we don't know Rich Like we don't even know I don't even be knowing what, I be picturing like These niggas be really Like Jay Z I be like This nigga probably get up Every day and live a regular life He got the at home office He make all this shit happen from the west coast He get up Take his daughter to school Come in Of course the chef already know what the meal's gonna be. Wayne put me on that. He said, You gotta send the chef the menu the day before. You know, he's like, Man, I just give her the three meals the day before, so I already know like what I'm eating the next day. <laughs> so you gotta know your meals. Yeah, so and they just can give have, it to them like damn. Go, you know, they be having to go to a lot of different stores to get certain shit. Niggas be wanting like some hot, like some shit that you can only get in certain countries. Like, you know, they got hot like chefs, like a Brazilian chef, or these chefs be top chefs. They not like Living in your house getting paid a high dollar because they just know how to fry some Oh, chicken. yeah, for, of course. But I, ain't, but I ain't know, but I ain't know it goes through that, you know, that that that, that much preparation. I'm like, surprise me. Yeah, they say, no, so if you want to know what you want, you better make your meal. This is how. So <laughs> if you want your shit on point, unless you want some goddamn shit, quick shit. But and I feel you on that one. That's that, And I feel you because I never thought about it like you that. You got to be marinated, all that shit. Shit, millionaires live differently than, what we, than how we live. That's the mentality of like, you know, having your life prepared. Like you got everything structured out how you want. It and it and it gets done. And then like when you if you got it once you got it structured out right because you got some niggas with money that live like regular niggas like they don't know how to live with money they they, they don't know how to pay for services they don't know how to they do everything. I be blowing my money just letting the motherfuckers sit on the ass. They just sitting on the ass. But these like, niggas don't park their own car. They a lot of times they don't go shopping for themselves. They know people like that around them. That's the stylists and shit. They go buy a lot of clothes with. Buy a ten thousand dollars worth of clothes. You'll keep five thousand dollars worth of the shit. They'll take the other five thousand dollars back to the store with the tax on it. Either get the money back or get you some more shit. To they find the shit that balance out your wardrobe. You coming home, 
check these pants and shit. I imagine that. Like, you, it coming home to new shit. I mean, the to, but, to balance, but, to, but, to, but to balance your money is like pretty much, this is what I want to go get that. Yeah, but what they do is, how they what they consider balancing the money is you paying time, you spending, balancing time and money because the time that they would spend going shopping, they could be making more than $10,000. When you live in a certain life, you know what I'm saying? The time I would spend cooking, I could be... Even if, even if I'm in a studio recording or writing a song, you might be like, man, you could take two hours, but nigga, I can write one song and get it all the way mixed and mastered in this amount of time. And yeah, that's that's, that's juggling your time. Stuff yeah, like that. That's like having time. an assistant. That's pretty cool. That's what I need, man. I need I don't have the money don't for it. Don't we all saying. don't yeah. we all need an assistant? <laughs> need it one sport set one person, man. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I gotta do this, man. Can you go handle this for me, please? Shit. Take your errands and slice into two. Your yeah. bow can attack that, you know what I'm saying? But I really want. I, really, I really, I really want to put all the weight on. Shit. I really, I really like as a person how I am. I really wouldn't put all the weight on my assistant. I'd be like, yo, we gonna tackle this shit together, man. I'm paying you to do this shit too. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, and, it's all depends. Like I do my thing, you do your thing. I wouldn't put my personal shit that I can. Re- I can really just go do the shit I do. I just know certain shit I'm not for. I hate tedious jobs. If it's some, go over here, fill out this paperwork. Call these people and sit on the phone with them just to get a five minute conversation because you got to wait for all, all that little shit. Call the graphic designer and tell them this and that. Put the hey, type me out an invitation for a meeting because we need to get a meeting together or set up a team meeting later on, five o'clock. Like little shit like that, that that they could just do, little shit they can do. But all the heavy lifting. Yeah, that's working. my load. That's my load. I'm like, yeah, man. Just, just, I just need you. Like, I just be call like, these people. To, yeah, hey, go set up the equipment in the garage. No, 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 no. That's cold bloody. <laughs> that's like made shit. Like you guys yeah. were butlers, man. I said, man, I'm hungry, man. Go give me something to eat. I might say order us some food. I pay. Yeah, I wouldn't want you to go out there in the streets, anyways, man. You got to be by my side. You got to be by my side. I'd be like, yo, man, put that, put that shit on the Instagram or something like that. Or this and I that. might have a go. Or him or her go meet somebody or go to this building and talk to a person like hey i know over here they do this go over and check this out if i have to be somewhere send me the price of things most of the time it's just certain shit i know that i don't do like i can do it i just rather pay for someone else to do it like some you know what i'm saying go talk to these people <laughs> Go talk to these people Like especially if I'm paying but I gotta like, pay, I gotta show face So I want them to like You know Set up the meeting So I go talk to them It all depends on what it is If it's just for a service I'm end up just paying for anyway Then go talk to these people But if it's a business To where I'm wanna interact With another person Then of course It's set up the <coughs> meeting But if it's like You know Go a graphic designer Or something you, you might be communicating with that person more if you my assistant. I might just be sending the ideas and paying the fee. Like, I'm cool with that. That's how I would get more yeah, done. I'd be thinking about shit like, you know, from, from that movie Van Wilder, but... Talk yeah. about it. I don't know. Oh, no, it. Van Wilder. That's that, that's like a look typical, like, on college movie and shit like that. You know, this guy has an assistant just to help him out with things. And he was in college. <laughs> what you need an assistant for in college? You're not that busy. <laughs> That's the funny thing about the movie. You gotta just watch that shit. Yeah, but like I said, it would be like for the brand at this point. Oh yeah, for this one, yeah, it yeah, wouldn't you know. be. It wouldn't be nothing for me personally. It would literally be fine. But that's funny, man. That's what Van Wilder did. But you know, he had so much shit to do in college. He was a busy man, but he wasn't that busy. But he was a busy man on the campus, and he just had to. He just got an assistant to do one to just help him. <laughs> Cause he has fucking skills of like you know being a scribe and whatnot. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Little Indian dude. But, so <laughs> so um, but like you know having an assistant. Yeah, when you just said that, I was like fucking right. I do need that shit too. That I nice. always like picture my life as when I got to the other side of it. Right, the rich part. Right. I always picture that because I always tell myself I never want to be the nigga that think poor all my life, get money and live broke. You know what I'm saying? You got a bullshit mattress at your crib. Your house is okay, but it's not what it's supposed to be. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, you still driving around in motherfucking regular cars. Like, I'm not saying it's not, like, it's cool. Don't have a 99 Camry and shit, because I'm just going to drive a cash car, man. No, nah, go get it's okay, you millionaire. You got income coming in, hundreds of thousand dollars a month, bro. <coughs> go get you a nice vehicle safe for you, you know what I'm saying? Got a lot of 
comfortable things for you. Get you some nice soft toilet paper. Go get you a nice thick mattress. <laughs> you know, nice thick mattress, bro. Say nice soft big old, paper. big old bed. It's okay, bro. Run that goddamn heater, bro. It's okay, bro. You can. It's okay at this point. You know what I'm saying, nigga? We be traumatized. We be like, no, nigga, turn the heat off, nigga. Nigga, it's only fucking 60 degrees in the you house. You want to live comfortable. Comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And I want to know already what I want when I get there. So, I don't, for one, I don't go there and just get lost in the sauce doing too much. I probably do a little bit too much. But, you know, I will already know some things. I already told myself the first things I would do, of course. But not even, like, I don't want to get into that. I just told myself, like, the type of life I want to live. I would want to live the life off the rip where I, I would go to the high rise. I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to the big house with the big old man. I would buy that for my mom and them. Y'all can have that. All the kids. Get the fuck out of my high rise. Go over there, nigga. The big house for y'all, nigga. High rise. Park my car at the front. <laughs> park my rise. car for me. <laughs> yeah. They park my car. You know, restaurant at the bottom. Probably a club at the bottom. Access to all the stadiums. Season pass to the Rockets. Season pass to the Texans. Season pass to the Astros. Just so I can always go to the game if I want to. Because I live right there. I can walk to the game. Ride my bike if I want to. Mm-hmm. Dad, I that, wanna, that 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 status. That, that life, status. like yes, sir. That's the kind of life yes, I want. I love that access yeah. and services. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of my money will go to. Just me being having access and being I'm like, having just services. having a fucking penthouse just set up, just like you know, whenever. Like I would have my groceries ordered for me if I could. I would have a chef for sure because I would want to eat a certain way that I probably am not up to preparing it all the time and. You know, I won't think. I, I know I could have more structure in my life if I had people help me do things. Park my car for me, nigga. That's just because I, nigga, I'm tired, nigga. Life is hard, nigga. I've lived, I'm a tired. I'm, I'm I live thirty some hard years, nigga. <laughs> Fuck the car, nigga. And I'm still working. Still working. Just to maintain this. Just to maintain this. <laughs> Park man. the car. Park the fucking car, man. <laughs> I'll be out in the morning, like call, and then you call in the morning. They got your car warmed up for you already. Parked at the front. All right, thank you, Mr. Kemp. No more JMO. No more Jameson, Mr. Kemp. <laughs> At that point, like, what would you want me to call you? You know how some people just call me Dave, man. Mr. Kemp. You know what I'm saying? Good morning, Mr. Kemp. Good morning. Just so when I have company. What happens if they mess up and, come, and, and don't call you Mr. Kemp? They will have to call me Jameson because they will never know who J-Mo is because I never oh, tell them. Bam. You got to know me to know J-Mo. Yeah, you got to yeah. be like, damn, J-Mo, what you doing here, nigga? Like, that kind of shit. They say, so close, but not so But if, they're, so if close, they but know so me, call me J-Mo. I don't, I'm not going to be that nigga that if you know me as J-Mo, you got to switch up some. No, we. that's why you know me as J-Mo. There's some people that know me. Yeah, that, you got to know you. That's what I'm saying. There's some like, people yeah. that know me as Jameson. Yeah. And when they say that, I know they throw, 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 throw back. Like, nigga, I've been J-Mo since I was about 12. Mm-hmm. 20 years I've been J-Mo So you gotta have known me 20 plus years to call Jameson. me Jameson yeah. so I barely, I barely that use shit, that name I look up and be like That's funny I barely, know, I barely name I barely use that name I don't use it at all I be forgetting that's my name Until I'm filling out documents Google cause on everything social I'm J-Mo in real life Like my Google is J-Mo I'm, I'm J-Mo Kemp That's my first name So the kids call me J-Mo My mama called me Jameson but it sound like J-Mo to me Because she never called me J-Mo Shay called me Do Shay even call my name nigga? God damn <laughs> She'd be like nigga <laughs> Nigga <laughs> I might be nigga to her I don't know no, what she called me she Why might, I gotta be nigga? She might call me Jameson But like I say For people that call me Jameson My whole life And that I'm around all the time My sisters and my mama It sound like J-Mo to me But I'm Mr. Kemp. When I get to that point, I can't count. We are coughing. Well, I am coughing because of the weed smoke. When I introduce my friends and when I'm walking through, I'm like, this is my friend, Mr. Claiborne. This is my friend, Mr. Chambers. This is my friend, Mr. Sneed. We're going to all be Mr. I'm we like, hey, that's, you know, that's, what, that's in a room of like, you know, that's like some, 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 some formal type shit. Like, Bro, we could be just bossed up going to the boss type shit. That's what I'm going saying. Going to the motherfucking seaside lounge and we meet some bitches. Like, now, I ain't going to You won't get my last name. I just say Johnny. Yeah, I tell him J-Mo, but I'm going to talk like a boss. I'm going to talk like that nigga because I know if she ever come to the crib, she going to see, damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then that's going to be me. I'm going to be that hotel nigga. Like you want, we can go, we get a room downtown. Yeah, but I ain't going to get. That's that's no exposure of your of your of your of your of your own social. No, no, no. Then I exposure. I wouldn't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking like about. They could yeah, make it. 
to the house if we ever like if we get the room eight times. Goddamn. So they ain't gonna know. So they ain't gonna know your government. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So nah, I'm not get off that. the roof. Yeah. But if, no, I'm not the nigga that's hiding my. Don't government. be in the. Don't be in the. Like I'm not that's what I'm talking about. Like don't. Bitch, don't no, no. Yeah, yeah. What I'm talking about like you know if you're in a room like you know like a probably in a court or you have to be have doing we doing business. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, but if I'm at like Seaside Lounge. No, I ain't talking about my government. Real talk. I ain't doing it. That's but what I was talking about. Me, but I was if I was so some bitches, I'm like, you going Johnny, going to the hotel, you know that like that type of stuff. Yeah, I was more so speaking on bringing people <laughs> through the lobby though. I promise you, that's all I was speaking on when I was introducing you to the con- con- concierge in the lobby. You know what I'm saying? Concierge, that we go in the lobby. They could be able to like when I'm introduced, you ain't gonna be like, hey, they be like, hey, Mr. Kemp, how you doing, man? I be like, it's my boy Johnny. You know what I'm saying? I be like, it's Mr. Claiborne. So when they see you and you coming back down by yourself, they have a nice day. Mr. Yeah, Claiborne. yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah. all four of these cars, nigga. All four of them. Put yeah, them in like my all the spot, like right next. Yeah, to like we going to seaseside lines, like you know uh, Mr. Man, Claiborne. Like, yeah, nice. Everywhere about, I yeah. go, I would VIP. If I ever go, every club I go to would have to have a nice VIP. Every restaurant would yeah, be Yeah, now I see it. Like, now I see, now I see how life. it's flowing. That's a my good one. My life would be like that one. I would pay for services in excess because that's all I need. I don't have kids. I don't have a string of chicks. I don't have a wife. I'm just me. Probably would live my free life, you know? And then I want to always, I like seeing shit. I like being there shit. And I don't like doing shit, honestly. I like having shit done, but I don't like doing shit. <laughs> But we gotta work in order to get shit done. That's the pre- that's, that's like that. And that and that and that's the ju- and that's like the that's the I guess the punchline, the jab of life. See the operative words you said was won't. I mean have to. I'm trying to get past that point. Once I get to that point, when I become to the point where I'm making millions, I don't wanna have to do shit. Yeah, you I wanna got, yeah. I want things to have to be done. They gonna get done. But me have to I have to stay on y'all ass, nigga. Mm-hmm. It's y'all get call to, me if y'all have a problem. Yeah, it's gonna get to that point where it's like I got this. I, I got to, so much. I got so much. I gotta spread it up. I gotta spread it around for people to do it for me. I have I to check you. these numbers, make sure them shits coming through. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying on that phone. But I want to be the guy that's living on vacation, like my for a couple. Like I always tell people, I need a couple years. I wouldn't be gone a couple years. But like I'll come home for a bit and I'll be gone and I'll come home for a bit and be gone for at least a couple years. Because nigga ain't been nowhere. Like, if I got the money, money to where the money flowing in, all the bills being paid, the fucking maid come clean the fucking house once a week, all the shit still happening while I'm gone. I'm just home enjoying the shit while I'm here. The and while you're shit. gone, your maid service, your maid and butler service will be they'll be chilling because there ain't getting much to clean up in the house when you're gone. They just come <laughs> once a month. That's the type of shit I. If I got my downtown apartment, you're not living with me. Bitch. Exactly. I only got two bedrooms and the second I just call and say, yeah, yeah, that's. I guess I, I call have it service set yeah. up to where once a week they come through and slide through and clean my shit once a month, once a week, whether I'm there or not. Like I said, that's the easiest fucking job right so, there. Like, damn, he's gone for like on vacation. I ain't got really clean that much. I can go through and just clean it once a month, like. <laughs> Whatever they do it just however, still gonna get to pay the same long as that shit come look Damn. Cool when I get home. Damn, cake. That's cake. <laughs> and then I would like to travel, obviously, be gone. I gotta go to all different parts of the world. I have to live and for a while. I don't wanna pass through too many places. Hey. Well, even while you even while you're on vacation, you're creating jobs. <laughs> while I'm on vacation yeah, and i I keep the money still flowing and every nothing stops. Like mm-hmm. I want it to be to where I'm just, you know how if you don't have a job, you'll get up every day and the day is just, what the fuck I'm going to do today, right? I know if like you got to find a job and shit, all that shit, but I'm saying other than that part, right? It's like, damn, what's going on? What I'm going to do today? I want but that kind of life. But you, you got to have that. But you got to find that thing that's going to that's gonna drive to that. Yeah, but I'm just, that's why I was just hypothetically speaking. <clears throat> but if once I get to that point, that's for sure it would be the way I live for sure. For sure, I want to get like that, but I don't like speaking on it that much. For some reason, I don't have that that, that vision at the end. I do see myself trying to live comfortably, running uh, some type of empire, something. Cause I know I just see the work is gonna be. That's gonna be the thing I'm gonna be on. When I see the finer things, I just want to see it as it come. I see myself <clears> as a <throat> caterpillar that just hadn't turned into a butterfly yet. I'm way past due because I have so much. 
that people want to see and be amazed by, but I just won't spread my shit out. Like, I won't go into that cocoons or whatever I need to do. That shell, pretty much. Yeah, I think I, that's I'm, what I think I am. I think I'm past the caterpillar stage, and I think I'm in the shell. And I think once I come out of that shell, just like a butterfly, people going to be in awe. They're going to be looking. They're going to be wanting to interact and you know, follow me around, like, you know what I mean? Not literally, like, follow me around, but I'm saying they'll be more into what I have going on. But I just been so stuck in the cage, man, that I put myself in. But we're not going to get into that. Bro. Yeah, let's not get into that. We're getting very deep on that. It's getting, like, you know, personal, but <clears throat> let's not get that too personal, man. So, Black Future Month, man. Well, we just need a good Black Future Month talk. We need to fucking, like, you know, just think about... The next level, the next step. The next step, the next level. How to become? How how to how to how to how to become great instead of thinking about the greatness. How to how to put ourselves in position exactly. and really. It's all about chess. I say it's like to this. me. It ain't about. It's about exuding your greatness, because I feel like that shit is in us. We feel it. A lot of us scared to be judged. A lot of because the, the world we live in, you just so judgmental. Because something, it might not even be the fact that you, with your shit is trash. You may have something you may deem a bit controversial. It may have something you may deem a bit inferior to some other people's shit or a bit different than nobody else has done. And you might not know how it's going to be taken. But we just all got to do shit, man. Exude that, that greatness, man. Let niggas see that shit. Put that shit out there on display and let that work be. Yeah, for because some, some great ideas just just go <clears throat> just go unheard of. Yep, I want to start. We'll talk about some other shit later. Okay, but that was like a pretty good show on that. We got into some other talks like my imagination, of course. But appreciate for people who listen to that part. But <laughs> Black Future part is <laughs> a pretty cool one. <clears throat> uh, Brian Flores was pretty important and pretty detailed, and I think it was cool. What you know, you know everything. A lot of not everything. You know a lot about what's in the uh, lawsuit. I feel like a lot of effects gonna come from it. Of course, I spoke on that. I don't think that's gonna happen of it. I don't know what's gonna go down. It's just right now, it's a topic. I feel like it's just a topic. We just gotta see how this shit's gonna flow. How long it's gonna flow? Yeah, the effect I feel like it's we might not forget about like, it. We might forget about it during like draft and all that. Yeah, because uh, the shit takes forever. But what I mean by shit is gonna happen, it's not like in court. I mean by like the NFL is gonna they gonna they gonna tweak some rules, man. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be surprised if like you know, nah, nah. I'm not gonna even say nothing about it. Let's just see how this shit's gonna flow out. Right. I can't cause I can't say anything about it because it's how everything just always flow through it with the NFL. <clears throat> it's like they going through it. They gonna they gonna we gonna feel we gonna hear some more shit. Along this line, along these lines, so <clears throat> just leave it alone. Let's watch this shit. All right. Well, it's the first episode of Black Future Month. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hope many more to come throughout the years, and for sure, the more this month. But I got one question for you, and it's off the wing. So if you don't have an answer, I understand. But if you could tell one kid one thing about Black Future, what would you tell? Be great. That's all I can say. I don't know like what to say about it. Uh, like, I, I think I poorly, that was a poorly asked question, to be honest. Exactly, because I don't I'm know what say, this, because, you know, it's, it just come, came off, like, you know, with the concept of Kanye West. And I'm like, I like that shit because it's like. Nah, I'm much, just saying, like, not outside of the Black Future Month. Like, if you could tell a kid something about a way, like, what is, honest, nah, I fucked that one kid. What is the most important thing to Black Future to you I think that's the best That's the best The way I asked the question That's what I was trying To get out of the kid thing But it don't really matter About the one thing It's like in the general The black future thing I could th- think of tell A kid is like Not a kid Just in general Like the In general whole, in, like in, general, history, in general In general I mean black We can movement. be great Because we come from greatness I think the most important thing Don't dwell on Like don't dwell on the past But know that you do have The tools of the ancestors To make a brighter future For yourself I think the most important thing For me would be Self love Hmm 
because I feel like <clears throat> self-love is what leads to a lot of what we got going on. As far as in killing each other, as far as in not exuding our greatness, as far as in just wanting to be like something that we not, not really just being ourselves a lot of times. You got a lot of different kind of people, and that's cool. But you can see a lot of people aren't comfortable in their own skin. But that's all I would tell people. That's like the most important thing to me. I would say financial literacy. But if you don't love yourself and you're just going to kill each other, all you're going to do is fuck off the money anyway. Yeah. You're going to do a lot of stupid shit with it. Like, you got a lot of people who are smart with money. They know how to get money, keep money coming, how to get properties and have all that wrong shit. But even if you look at them, they got stupid shit. They'll have a bunch of big old chains on and be like, yeah, but I I got crypto and I credit score good. And, and it's cool. You can afford it. And you're like, I, I'm going to afford it to life. And that's the same thing I said I would do, right? I would just spend a lot of money doing things I want to do. And I don't blame them. But I also look at shit that niggas with money have. They have, like, real jewelry. They don't have, like, decaying jewelry. But I'm going off that subject. But, <coughs> decaying jewelry. Devaluing jury, uh, <laughs> no jewels. Yeah. Like it, it takes that test that you know, get that red light. I think <laughs> you don't get no light. Or something. I don't know. What <laughs> but I appreciate you, man, for having this conversation with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was a good conversation. We of had. course, man. Of course, man. We had to get one in. We had to get one I'm in. Start trying to say that as many times as I can throughout the shows because. I don't want you to think I take it for granted having a partner to do a show with. So appreciate it. You know what I mean? And oh, now it ain't no, no sad shit. It's just on no man. Shit. I don't do no shit like that. Don't do that. Don't do that now. <laughs> it's yeah, cool. But <clears throat> I'm that was it, man. It's your boy JMO. You know you can reach me on Instagram at JMO seven one three on the TikTok at Steertership Sports. On Facebook at Chamo Kemp. God. You can follow me on on Mr. Johnny Wood. That's the Instagram too. That's about it. All right. And oh, yeah, follow us on Steadership Instagram. All right. Then Facebook. Steadership Radio. Don't do your personal Facebook. Bro, I can do what I want. But appreciate everybody for joining the show. And. We pray, guys, have a nice week, nice month, learn some things, be wise in yourself, and we hope to see you. Well, we hope you hear us again. We out. All right. Peace.